Welcome to a double shot of branding podcast. We're two brand and web designers who have a passion for all things business design and entrepreneurship. We're here to chat about the highs and lows of owning your own business, the importance of brand design, and how to manage it all. Let's dive in. Today, we're going to be talking about whether or not you should rebrand or relaunch and what's the difference. So we have a lot of clients who come to us and they aren't sure whether they need to just do a whole new logo and redesign their website and everything from scratch, or if they just need to do a little refresh. And sometimes they even think that they just need a refresh and it ends up turning into a whole rebrand. So we are going to explore the differences and kind of explain how you can decide which one is right for you. Yeah. So I think we should first talk about why somebody might want to rebrand before we kind of get into the differences a little bit. Um, Cause I think a lot of businesses immediately think that branding is the problem when their business isn't performing well. And a lot of people kind of jump the gun of hiring a brand designer or trying to do a rebrand themselves as well. When there are perhaps other areas of their business that they could be focusing on that are a lot less costly, perhaps, maybe not, <laughs> but, um, some other areas that you could focus on, like branding could, it's possible that it's not the number one problem, um, in your business. So, um, let's talk about some areas that we could maybe check on first before jumping into a rebrand. Um, so I think the first one could be your messaging and making sure that that's super clear to your audience. Um, so there could be some sort of disconnect about like what you're talking about, what you're posting on socials, what is listed out on your website that maybe isn't matching up like you think it is for your clients. And they're maybe confused about what your offering is or how your services can help them out. Um, so I think that that's an area that you definitely could look into. And I think it's probably easier said than done, but I think something that you could probably do is some sort of like client research or have somebody read through your website or your socials and see if they, um, if any like confusion comes up for them, like maybe ask a few people who are your ideal client and kind of start there. Or changing, um, something little that you could do is go through your website and change the wording of your buttons. If you just have learned more or about us, uh, contact us, get started, simple things like that, you could kind of tweak the wording a little bit to make it more enticing or also go through your website and make sure that not every single button on your website leads to just the contact page because you're kind of jumping the gun. Like if somebody lands on your homepage, they've never you know, heard about you, they don't know anything about you or your services, and you kind of explain a few things, and then every single button is just jumps to the contact page. Well, they're not ready yet to contact you to make a decision. You know, they're still trying to figure you out and see what you're about. So that would be a, a real easy thing to do too, is just go through and um, make sure that your buttons are leading to different places and not every button and every section and every page has to lead to the contact page. Like it's better almost if it kind of you go from one page to this about your services and then you go to your portfolio or you kind of bounce back and forth to keep them engaged and then you know throw a little contact me in there but changing your buttons like the simple wording um, i'm doing a little bit of a website refresh right now and um on the first 
like the header image of the website, the button just said, learn more. So we switched it up and said, like, start healing today. So hopefully that will kind of, you know, entice more people to click on that button. And then instead of linking it to the about page, we're going to link it to the services page first. So kind of just tweaking and testing you and playing around with stuff. And then of course, following your analytics to see kind of how it plays out. Yeah. I'm also, um, an example of this myself because I earlier in like the summertime, I hired a copywriter to redo the messaging on my website for me because I kind of did a process of elimination and figured out that it wasn't my brand that needed refresh because I've had almost every person that has contacted me say, um, how much they love my logo design and my brand design, everything, which Kaden did, by the way. (laughs) So throw back to like last year, Michelle was kind of thinking about, cause she's grown, her business has grown so much and she was thinking about changing her business name. And I almost just died. I'm like, Oh my gosh, but I love your logo. <laughs> yes. I think like, that's the main thing. That's the main thing, like holding me back from changing my business name because of my logos. Like I don't want to part <laughs> way with them because yeah. I love them so much. It starts with an M and S so you can still use it. I know. <laughs> no, I wanted to change my name because I feel like my name itself, like is just not that professional, like Michelle Marie studio. So I wanted it to be something cooler, like how Caden, Caden's is Southern Noble Co. Um, and there's a lot of other cool examples out there, but I ultimately was like, I can't think of any cool words to use. And like, I just don't know what to do. I'm so bad at coming up with business names. Like that is not my forte. Um, so yeah, so we're stuck with Michelle Marie studio for the time being, like maybe something will come to me like years from now, but yeah, that's what it is. But anyways, I, I knew that it wasn't my branding. That was the problem. Like I, totally knew that because I had been getting compliments from everybody. Um, so I did a process of elimination, found out that I think, or I thought that my messaging needed some work. And so I hired somebody and she, all my buttons beforehand were the same. They were like, learn more, or like check out our services. Um, uh, but now they're a little bit more fun and different. And of course the messaging is like way, way better. I'm not a copywriter at all. And I'm so, so happy that I hired somebody, to like eloquently put into words what I was thinking. So anyways, that's one of the areas that you could check on um, before jumping into a rebrand. I think another um, thing that you could check out would be marketing channels and if they're working for you. So if you, if your ideal audience is like an older type of audience, you probably want to be more on Facebook versus Instagram. If you've got a younger audience, you probably want to be on TikTok um, or Pinterest. I mean, I think there's different, you know, thought processes for each of those. Or like maybe you want to be on all marketing channels. Who knows? <laughs> it's a little overwhelming these days. But yeah, I think you should evaluate like are your marketing efforts working for you? Um, or is there some areas of improvement that you could work on before jumping into a rebrand? Your offerings. Um, sometimes people tend to make their offerings more complicated than they need to be. They'll have multiple packages and the differences between them all are just like very minuscule. Um, you know, one will have say for branding and design, one will have, um, 
just branding. And then another package will have branding plus social media graphics. And then another package might have branding, social media graphics, and, you know, a few collateral pieces. And so sometimes your service offerings can be a little too complicated. It's best to really streamline them and make sure that there is a big difference in all of your packages. Going back to like pricing and stuff, people have, there's so many different opinions on pricing. People sometimes kind of have the idea like a, a low package, a middle package, and a high package. And so really look at your packages and see which ones people are booking. If they're booking more of your higher packages, then do away with your lower packages that you, you know, don't really book and focus more on how to elevate that experience and make it, you know, more unique and better for your client. So other areas you could check on before jumping into rebrand are not providing enough problem solving so that they know the solutions that you provide. So again, going back to your offerings, if you aren't descriptive enough, if it's very, very vague, if you're not really explaining how you can help them. A good example is for like a health coach or weight loss or fitness trainer or something. Instead of saying like, I can help you lose weight, you say, I can help you fit into a swimsuit. I can help you feel comfortable at the beach, or I can help you, you know, play around with your kids without getting out of breath. So you want to find the personal reasons why somebody, you know, would need your services and then focus on that versus just, I can help you lose weight and lose and feel better. Okay. Well, yeah, that's the duh. I mean, yeah, I think your intricate reasons why somebody would need your services. I think that's like the biggest downfall that I see with messaging for other people out there in the entrepreneur world is like just talking about like their services as a generic thing that can help somebody like I can design a website for you or I can design a logo for you, but not, you know, you need a logo because of XYZ because it's going to propel your business forward and, um, kind of, I mean, people are going to buy from you if you are solving a problem for them. So I don't know, you just really need to like reframe your wording and how you think and what your messaging is like, especially in your social media posts, for sure. Within the same vein as that is not doing enough client research to know what your clients are wanting from you. Um, this kind of relates to the offering suite. So just not you know, off, maybe offering packages, but you're only selling like one of the three packages. Well, obviously the other two packages aren't, aren't something of interest to your clients. Um, so maybe you didn't do enough client research to kind of see what people are trying to buy from you or like what they're looking for, um, when they come to your website. So all of these things I feel like should be totally evaluated before making the decision to do a rebrand. Um, and this is obviously going to be like an established business that we're talking about, um, because you've been around for a while, you've been able to dissect some of these areas that we're talking about. So if you have ruled out all these things, then it could be branding and you could benefit from a rebrand. Um, and the design will obviously play a big part in who you're trying to attract. So if you have a DIY brand and you're trying to attract high ticket customers and you definitely should think about investing in a designer who can create you an elevated professional looking brand. Um, I think one of the biggest things that's going to make you think like, yes, I, 
I need a rebrand is like, did your audience change recently or is the branding that you have now not appealing to the audience that you want to be appealing to? Um, and so I think that that's when rebranding can like really help propel your business forward. I think that's probably the biggest reason for a rebrand is if your business has completely changed, if it's grown, if your services have pivoted, if you're targeting a new audience, um, like Michelle said, if you, you know, trying to attract a higher end client and need a different kind of aesthetic. And then also if your business has been around for a really long time, you know, things change, design trends change. And, you know, sometimes you just need a rebrand because simply because, you know, it's been so long. Um, so yeah, if you're tired of just looking at your own colors and fonts, um, which is hard when you are in your business and looking at it like every single day, but when you are just tired of that, then you might benefit from just a little refresh or relaunch. Yeah. But like, imagine how tired people are in like McDonald's and <laughs> famous brands like that of like looking at yellow every day. <laughs> yeah. But what would you do if you were driving on the highway and saw like purple McDonald M's? Yeah. <laughs> no. <what>? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes even if you're, sometimes things are classic, but you can still keep, you know, your brand colors, but maybe update your brand fonts a little bit. I see that a lot with posts going around about how a lot of the luxury brands have pivoted for, or have changed their logo from, you know, this kind of unique, intricate lettering to just a sans serif block. Um, oh my gosh. Yes. All look the exact same. Before, yes. It's driving me insane. And now it's literally just, you can't really tell the difference. Um, and I heard one interesting perspective for that was that because mobile devices, you know, everything's so small and people are so, they need it to be like easily uh, legible. So that was like one of the reasons that they do that, but you end up like looking the same as everybody else. So you have to also be careful. You don't want to jump on design trends and completely redesign your brand just because, you know, a certain font or something is trendy and popular right now. I think there is definitely a time, a time and place to do like refreshes or relaunches though. Like we said, um, when you're tired of looking or not, <laughs> if you're not tired of looking at your own colors, but you think that a color palette refresh could be beneficial for your audience. And I have a couple of clients that I've done this with that I do think it was necessary and it worked really well. So they were original brand clients of mine and then they came back years later and wanted to do a refresh of the color palettes. And so beforehand, let's say beforehand, we had like really dark moody kind of colors and they wanted to lighten up the colors a little bit, like still maybe use the same color scheme of like greens and neutrals, but they wanted the colors to be less dark and like a little bit, um, I don't want to say bright, but like more like muted neutral looking. So we kind of changed the colors a little bit um, and it looks so much better now, but they just kind of realized like after a few years that their business was changing and they needed to do a little bit of a refresh, but they still kept their logos and everything um, and everything still looks super cohesive. So at least, you know, the logo is still really timeless, but they wanted to refresh like some of their other brand elements, which I think is totally acceptable, especially with us small businesses, because we're going through so many changes. Um, 
in the first few years of our business, and we probably will be going through a ton of changes for like years and years to come versus like a really well-established business. Like we were just talking about like McDonald's, like they can't, they're too far in, they can't change their colors now. (laughs) (laughs) Too far gone for sure. Yeah. (laughs) You'd be surprised um, how big of a difference fonts, changing your fonts can make too. Mm -hmm. It can totally change the whole look of your website and your brand just with the font and you can have the same colors and the same logo. Okay. So we kind of like touched a little bit on the differences between the rebrand and the refresh. Well, we're kind of like interchangeably using relaunch and refresh here. Um, in case anybody's confused, but basically a relaunch can mean updating your website, look and feel, um, you know, changing things around to improve the cust- the user experience, maybe updating your service offerings or products to add new features or functionality based on customer feedback, maybe updating some of your colors or maybe updating your font suite versus a rebrand, which is like overhauling all of your brand elements and providing a totally new look and feel to your audience that they've never seen before. Um, so like we talked about earlier, rebrands are good for businesses that need to totally switch audience or just like take their brand from DIY to professional versus relaunches that are good for established businesses, um, with a customer base that they align with, but maybe they need to like further enhance their client experience that they have already. So we hope you guys understand the difference between the two. Um, Like I said, we have people who think come to us and they think that they're just going to do a refresh and it ends up turning into a rebrand and that's okay. Um, That's the awesome thing about working with the designers. You really take a microscope to your business and your goals and everything like that and how the design can help you, you know, grow your business. So when you are trying to decide, just refer back to those things we talked about and let us know if we can help you. Yeah. Short and sweet episode today. Um, but hopefully this was super helpful, um, and helping you decide if you need to rebrand or refresh slash relaunch. <laughs> Sorry for the confusion. You're like, all the same words. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just add re in front of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let us know if you have any questions or any further thoughts on this topic. Otherwise, we will see you guys next week.